Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. To the mouth of man, of, of, the mouth of COVID. The mouth of illness. The mouth of illness. Mouthful of COVID in your face. Yes. So, yes, um, we're all at home, aren't we? Yeah, you're at your home and I'm at my home in my bed. What yes. is going on? <laughs> It's all gone fucking bonkers. It really yeah. is. I tell you, like, when it first started to ramp up a little bit, I thought, it's not going to, it's kind of going to blow over. It's yeah, be I didn't brief. take it seriously at all. No, I didn't. And then when things started to happen, like, at work, like, they started happening a bit sooner than... Everywhere else, and I'm yeah. like, oh right, everyone's taking it really seriously now. And then, um, and then we all told we got to stay. Yeah, it's quite a kind of gradual thing for me. Like, weirded me out. Like, we purposely didn't go like panic shopping and all that for quite a long time. We thought we'd leave whoever actually needs it to sort of yeah. do their bit, thinking that everyone else with a reasonable brain would do the same. Um, it turns out they yeah. didn't. So the one time we went shopping, there's no fucking food left. So we're like, oh no, what are we going to do? But um, we're we're in quarantine. And we've got, we don't know what we've got, but flu of some kind. Um, and our neighbours have been amazing. I've got a shout out to David and Juliet and Amy and Russ and Kev and Debbie. And my mum for um, dropping food to the door and that. So, loads of people. That's very nice. Yeah, I'm very lucky. Very, very lucky. It's um, yeah, it's crazy time. It's literally like the films. Like, I didn't think it would be, yeah. uh, and I didn't think it would affect us this like how it has. But um, there was one time I try not to. I've been leaving my phone off. I've been trying not to look at the news and everything because it just doesn't do me any good. And um. But we're just in time on YouTube. It popped up that Boris Johnson was doing one of the speeches, 
And it was the first time he was like, right, everyone does need to stay indoors. And I was like, fuck, like, this is really, like, this is real now. Um, yeah, I didn't think it would happen. I really didn't. Nah. And then hearing stories, like, from the NHS staff who are doing an amazing job. Like, our mate Adam is back on the front line now. And, like, people being called up and stuff. It's fucking mental. I know, I know. So, uh, I'm a key worker. I still have to go to work. My wife is a key worker. She has to go to work. My kids are going to uh, school still. Um, but like my, like, it's just the, the extent of it. Like my mum's going, oh, maybe you shouldn't send them to school because there'll be people there, you know, yeah. who might have the lurking. It's like, oh, I'm like, they're not monsters. No. They're just, you know, people who could have it just as easily as you and I could have it. Yeah, of course. And it's like, and then my mum's going, right, oh, yeah, I'm not coming out. I won't, not, can't come over. And it's like, fuck, it's actually fucking happening. Yeah, because you kind of, like, we didn't want to add to the drama of any of it. And I thought, right, I'm just going to carry on as normal as possible. I've been off since September anyway, so it's no fucking different to me. But, like, I thought, oh, we'll carry on as normal as we can. And then we're not allowed out anyway because we've got symptoms. So we're locked down for two weeks yeah um, I've got I've got a bit of a sore throat and I felt really shit last week but I did I've not had like the temperature or anything so I'm kind of like well so I have stayed in I stayed in for a week and then this week yeah my work time is home again because yeah. I said you might might still have it but no one else in the house has been here or anything but uh, I like you have been avoiding the news yeah because it, it, it just sends me home. It, n- not quite the news as much because I've, I've always taken news with a pinch of salt anyway and I don't really know what to believe, but I've definitely been avoiding text, phone, WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, MySpace, YouTube. <laughs> because like everyone's got an opinion, which is fair enough, but... It, like majority of people are right but it's just the uh, different people react to things in different ways and um, I haven't been able to deal with the people that I'm around the way that they're dealing with too well so it's just easier for me to just turn the phone off it just kind of ramps it up though doesn't it it ramps up that fear and it's, it's all so unknown and so it kind of feeds into your primal fears I think yeah and uh like, it's weirdly enough, like, I, on Facebook, I, I tend to just flick through Facebook anyway. Mm. And, like, so, and I don't follow that many people, I suppose. Mm. And Instagram is still just loads of pictures of art and, um, and guitars for me. Yeah, I must admit, I did, I slimmed down my Instagram. I was following 7,500 people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell. Um, and they only let you unfollow. Everyone's going to be checking now if I'm still following. Fuck. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> still love you. I just don't want to see a picture of your food. Um, they only let you unfollow like 50 at a time. And some days it's 100 at a time. Oh, okay. So okay. across the span of like six months, I've been like mining away at um, my Instagram. So I see a lot less kind of stuff. And I see more of the stuff that I actually like, which is kind of what it's for really. But I fell into the yeah. marketing trap of like, oh, you've got to follow loads of people to get more people to follow you. And they didn't. And they so. don't say that now, though, do they? they say it changes do every that. week. 
changes all the time. But it kind of gradually goes up. Um, like on my art one, I don't follow loads of people, and it it just gradually goes up. Uh, like my artwork came up on like you know when you go on the search thing, you just generally look at stuff. Yeah, it came up, and I think that's just because I liked it. I think it's just me. Oh, what, because you like myself up. Yeah. <laughs> the thing works. is, though, that's how it works because Instagram will say stuff like that and be like, oh, someone search for it. So it'll bump it up, whatever thing it needs uh, to be bumped up on. Uh, yeah. It's all a weird kind of science to help the rich get rich and the poor get poorer, I should imagine. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, to make us all want things. Yeah. That's the thing with this fucking virus. It just, like, my. Um, that bit in my mind that is kind of a little bit into conspiracy theories that I try and push away yeah. starts going, ah, they're going to take away your rights now. Don't push, them, don't push it away. Let it out, mate, because I think <laughs> there's so much that can be looked into. And obviously, like, you can go the other way and look into things too much and it's like, oh, yeah. like, it, it, it can, it scares the fuck out of you. But, like... Yeah, there's a couple of things that have cropped up, and I'm like, oh, that's very convenient. That yeah, yeah, not, like, yeah. Like if you imagine, even in simple terms, like how much electricity we're all using now that we're at home, mm. and like we're not using the cars, so it could have been simple as like they want to cut emissions because we're not out of Europe. How are you going to do that and get everyone to stay indoors? Like, yeah, so, I don't like, know what the actual benefit no, no, of doing you that mean, is, no. but. That's exactly what it does, though, doesn't it? It starts making you think about all these things that it could be. Yeah, and they're all and feasible. Like, yeah. Like, they're not in your they head are. for no reason. No, there's a, it's, it's, yeah, they, they are feasible, and it is very, very possible. And you look at the government, the governments, that they're, they're not looking out for us. No. But then, um, but then, yeah, you can get stuck in a wormhole. And like, if you're anything like my mental health can't really deal with shit like that. I have no. to try and um, try and like yesterday, I meditated yesterday for the first time in, in oh, like, that's a year. Good news, mate. That's the best medicine in times like this, definitely. Ah, oh, it was amazing though, Brad. It really was. I was really like, I was bothered about everything. And then my nan's been ill, and my wife could see me. You know, like you start to that disassociation thing when you're not really in the room. Yeah. Uh, she saw me going into that and then she was like, I don't bite my head off, but I really, it might be worth looking at headspace or something. Yeah, just Because you you're, look like you're really struggling and I was. And um, yeah, I tried to download it, but then you have to give them like your, your that's what fucks me off for the apps is that quite often I haven't got cards set up on my phone. Right. So, uh, you then have to give them your account details. and it, But if you do that, you've got to remember what date to cancel it, otherwise you get charged. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I just don't do it. I don't do it. And then um, uh, I I saw Peter, a hypnotherapist, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And then he, he came to my house to do like hypnotherapy. Oh, cool. And uh, he, uh, he's like, oh, I didn't bring... Turn to play the music on. Oh, you've got YouTube. <laughs> Just put it on the telly. Brilliant. I'm like, ah, right. <laughs> uh, and so then uh, it was like this eight hour long clinky plonky, you know, you're floating in space music. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, I just, I did like two 
um, like guided meditations. Brilliant. And I, I, did, like, I did one and it went really quick. It was 15 minutes, but it went really quick. And I was like, that's not enough. I need another one. It gets like that. It's, I think once you're in, once you get a taste for it, it's quite addictive. Yeah. Like, because like, my wife had said, like, you need to do it. Like, I'll, I'll make you some space to do it. And it really, it really helped me out. Afterwards, I felt loads better. Suddenly, it was like I, I can only do what I can, can. I can't control everything else. No, everything else is just going to happen. You can only control you know? yourself. Yeah, and I, and I just felt so much more zen afterwards. And That's I, I brilliant. Do that much more regularly. I've been. Um, I'm still playing the old uh, Tibetan singing the bowls. Yes, yeah, so I've been meditating to them. It's lovely. How long they ring for? Well, you have to kind of play them, um, but because of the frequency that they put out, I've got three of them now. I can kind of move them around me, so they affect me in different ways. Um, I've done that course now as well. I did a course. Oh, uh, did you do it? For about four, four, four or five weeks ago now, ages ago. Um, so yeah, I'm a trained. Uh, what's the title? It can't be that long ago. We only got together like a few weeks ago with Owen. Can't yeah, but we don't that. always talk about what we've been doing, do we? No, I'll find a certificate. I'll, I'll post Sometimes a picture of it so I can show off. Um, yeah, do it, do it. But yeah, that was amazing. They had gongs there as well. And um, I thought I got a good connection with the bowls, but they played this gong. And, mate, I was on another planet for ages because you have to do it on other people and then they do it on you kind of thing. And um, what do they do then? So they we talked about it. is it really near you or something? What the gong? Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's big enough. It resonates through the room. It literally the frequencies are built into the gong because of the materials they use. Most of the time they're made in the Himalayas, uh, Tibet, um, somewhere like that, and it's the balance of silver nickel gold and some other material um that allows it to ring for so long that's why like the proper ones proper gongs they're like six seven hundred quid same with the bowls really you can buy cheap bowls and it ring for a bit but if you get a good one they ring for ring for ages um that's pretty i tell you i'd like to hear all that well i'm a trained I didn't realise. I thought I was going to just learn out, learn the different frequencies because you can do like concert kind of thing where you have like loads of people laying down comfortable in blankets and then you play them to make people relax and stuff. Um, but it turns out you massage people with them and I had to massage two people and be massaged by two other people with the bowls. You put them on like the backs and the fronts and then you kind of rub them up and down the arms and legs and stuff. The different frequencies are tuned to the different chakras in the body, seven chakras, and they work at different points of the body doing different things. So you can do an energetic one or relaxing one. Um, and it literally, uh, they showed us some pictures of blood under a mi- m- m- microscope, and it changes the shape of your blood cells. So... Even though our blood cells kind of look round, the more you zoom in, they're actually kind of, they've got kind of straight edges. But if you play a singing bowl next to the 
sample, the blood cells go round straight away. So it changes like the physiology of your blood and your muscles and everything in the body. Um, and like, if done right, it it can literally just, just mental. You transcend to all sorts of other places. And that's well where I've been it. the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I I used to be so so skeptical and everything like that, but uh, since kind of going on my own bit of a journey, I, I totally think you know we have not got it sorted in the Western world of no, the way we uh, think everything should be. In a sad um, way, though, and back to conspiracies, it kind of is, but it's given to us. So all the music that we listen to is the. We've only got 12 notes. Everyone's got the same 12 notes. It's an octave on a piano. And all music is made from those 12 notes. There's certain notes that affect our harmonics in different ways, certain keys, certain chords. And unfortunately, they've been manipulated over the years. So nursery rhymes are designed to evoke certain feelings in children. And then music is designed... Well, fairly obviously to invoke different feelings in adults kind of thing so if you're feeling sad sometimes you put a sad song on or you put a happy song on if you want to sort of cheer yourself yeah. up kind of thing house music like the bpm is half the heartbeat 125 or 60 bpm so that is in tune with you rhythmically so like it's kind of all around us but the second you do it with something that just causes vibration and you just happen to be sitting on a rug with a top knot, all of a sudden it's all weird and <laughs> like airy fairy. So Did you like, fuck off, I'm not knot? listening to that. Hey? I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. It's like people are, they're a bit like, oh, that's a bit airy fairy. Yeah, like, and come on. I get it. I do understand. But I haven't quite grown my top yet. Not yet. I'm still at like long curtain stage, but... Mm. Um, no, I do get it. I mean, I was very much like that. And I, I mean, I still is a bit of me that's like that. But then I said, like, I meditated last night and I felt loads better afterwards. So it's just that evidence that it doesn't have. I think people expect too much of these things. They expect to have this kind of trippy experience. I mean, you don't always. Sometimes it's a small, small change. And then over time, that becomes a bigger change. Sometimes it's just enough having time to stop. But the problem yeah. is we're comparing it to the easy alternatives, which for me is drink, used to be drugs, um, yeah. Netflix, um, food. Food's a big one for me. Um, and because you get that instant hit, it's just easy to think, oh, I'm not going to sit there and meditate for 20 minutes. I'm just going to sit and eat 10 Mars bars and loads of pot noodles and a bottle of wine. Yeah. I think that's why I regret doing it. on the first night after shopping because now two weeks in I've not got any food left. But uh, my wife's been going around and been get, doing all right generally. Yeah, I've got through a it, bottle of rum. Though. Oh no, of course not. No, I did get through a really nice bottle of rum though, but I was just swigging it over the weekend. Oh, I love rum. I could literally just drink it out of the bowl. What what one did you get? It's good? red leg, red leg. Right, oh, I don't was... think I've had that. It, it, it's got, um, tastes a little bit of pineapple. So wow. it's kind of like sweet and it Takes fruity. the edge off a bit, yeah. Really, really does. Like you could just really lay into it and I was just sitting there just swigging it. Swilling. I it. I could literally do a bottle and not have a hangover the next day, but it's fucking weird. I think I've been hungover. I think I have been. I had a... I was chatting to uh, Gary Mansfield on the phone the other night. Oh, brilliant. We were, talking for, like, we were talking for like an hour and a half. He was, he, 
I asked after you. He said oh. that you'd introduced him to Onyx. And yes. And you know, like bits of art advice and things. Yeah. So, so like, uh, Onyx's big pieces are like 25 grand. And the rest, Crazy. mate. Yeah, double and triple that at times. But they're worth it, though, mate. Seriously, I've, we'll find out when his next um, uh, expedition is, and then we'll go and what, go and look because uh, I'd seen like the videos. Uh, my mate James made the videos, and we put some music together for one of them, and um, they're amazing to see. Like if you um, if you're listening, type Onyx into YouTube. His name's Jim, I believe, and or Onyx artist. And have a look at his artwork. It's incredible. He makes it out, makes them out all bits and like toys and bits he finds, metal and plastic. I know, and... Like, they're so intricate. It must take forever to do it. That's what I was saying to Gary. Like, it must take him so long to do it. It kind of justifies the cost. It's really right, well it's done getting, like, as well, which I like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a good look on, um, on like, of his website and that. Like, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So it's a strange old time. It's weird out on the streets. Yeah, I right, bet yeah, it is. You put, it is. Yeah, you probably haven't, but yeah, you haven't been out since no. it's kind of really I'm happened. kind of disappointed in that because I wanted that kind of 28 weeks later moment, like walking across Westminster Bridge and there being no one there and stuff like that. And we've got like the webcam app on the Apple TV and we've been looking at a couple of places and like uh, the Grand Canal on Venice, no one on it, at, not, not a single person out on it it's freaky almost somewhere when you see these places that are normally riddled with people and mm. there's no one on it it's just crazy but it's weird like i went to uh oh, i shouldn't have but i went to the shops <laughs> and there was uh and like there's just queue outside with tape on the ground with everyone being two meters apart and everything's closed except like say tesco's yeah and yeah and people are queuing Right, like down the street, yeah, and I've everyone's seen pictures like of people separated like down the road, and that are queuing up down the road. It's crazy. And yeah, and you go out, and it is just really eerily quiet. It's just really just like there's hardly any cars flying around. Like, it's normally quite busy where I live. Yeah, and there's just no one about. It's really really strange. It yeah, seeps into mad. your brain a bit. It, it kind of um, like there's a bit of me that's really lazy and is quite happy to be able to just sit at home. Yeah, you know, like on a Saturday when my wife's like, "We've got to take the kids out somewhere," like we don't have to do that now. <laughs> Come on. It's like, no, you don't. So like, I get up and do nothing. Really. Yeah. And but like, so I kind of like I don't mind that, but yeah, it's just that there's no life anywhere. It's really, really strange. It is mad. Like, it kind of feels like that bit in between Christmas and New Year. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. Couple of days where like. People are in, but they're out or not out and just watching loads of TV and stuff. But I um, made the mistake of listing all the jobs I've ever wanted to do in the house since we moved in and started plowing through all of that and then couldn't move for a couple of days. So I stopped doing all of that <laughs> and just lay here thinking, oh, I might be able to just wriggle down and paint the front door. And then I start and I think, oh, fucking hell, it's colder than it looks out. I'm going to come back in uh, I thought I'd get uh, at least a job five and I've been quite lucky I've yeah been... don't write them down do yourself a favour everyone says lists are good but if other people see them they start asking you why jobs ain't done on the list it's yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of you get 
it's it's funny because like, I get into this thing when I start thinking like oh, I want things like guitar pedals and that. Yeah. And like it's it's somewhat like you know like you just you like like socials kind of take you that way anyway. Mm. Um, but because I'm like well, I'm just doing it for something to do, and it won't probably arrive for ages. No. So I've almost stepped back from that now, which I think is quite a good thing. I've stepped away from it. It is really good because I still get that like, really good feeling when I know a package is arriving on that day. I'm kind of excited about it, no matter what it is. Yeah. Like, I can't remember what I ordered. Oh, is that pallet load of toilet rolls that I bought? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've got another bowl and I was really excited about it coming. Like, And I thought it was going to be months and months and months. Um and it literally come within like a few days. I was like, oh, that's the right result. It's like Christmas, really. But then I was like um, talking to my neighbour and his um, lad works at Amazon over in Tilbury. And then yeah. the more I thought about it, the more I felt bad for all the people having to run around delivering stuff to us. So I was kind of put a stop to it. Yeah, I found it weird because like uh, every everything, everything everywhere is telling you to stay at home. Yeah. But then my worker telling me, no, you need to go to work. Like, you need to be out. And, like, just that kind of push and pull that was going on really no, started it, to kind of get into my brain. And I was like, I'm putting myself at risk. This is dangerous. He you wasn't know, definitive about what people were supposed to do, though. At first, it was like, yeah. I recommend that you stay in completely other than yeah. going out, food shopping, walking, walking the dog, exercising, washing the car, Cutting the grass, yeah. um, clay pigeon shooting, yeah, and badger fresh. killing, and paedophilia. But other than that, don't go out <laughs> anywhere. Um, and the lines were kind of blurred. And he said, right, yeah. um, all pubs and theatres to close. And then if you're working in an office, don't work in an office. But then everyone on building sites is still working in little bathrooms. and. I uh, know, and they're still kind of really close other. to one another. I think they've changed that now. Yeah, and I appreciate it. it must be hard for them to work out what they can and can't do because everything now, every decision that they make is going to have an implication that's going to last year, like next few years, like on the economy and money and shit like that, jobs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's totally true. It's totally true. And then everyone's like, oh, Boris is all right, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Corbyn would never be able to deal with this. It's uh, fucking mental, well, isn't it? They're only doing what the experts are telling them. That's it. There's, it's not one guy. It's like two thousand people like decided. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't envy him one bit. It can't be easy. And like, you'll always be remembered as the prime minister that had to deal with this stuff. But then, to be fair, everyone. Has forgotten about Brexit now, anyway. So maybe people don't remember that much. Yeah, I know, I know. And then that's another thing, isn't it? Yeah, Brexit's been forgotten about. And anyway, you think, uh, yeah, what's going on now with Brexit? Because it's going to be going on still. Yeah, that we don't know about. It's behind our backs. That's the thing. All this fucking madness makes you start thinking about things a lot, especially if you're. Like the, the advantage of kind of just getting up and going to work, etc., means you don't think. Yeah. Uh, and I know like that's not always good either. No, but it um, can be a welcome distraction, kind of. Yeah. 
sometimes sometimes it's good not to think too much. Yeah, because I even started yeah. thinking that because we are technically not in Europe anymore, and then Italy shut down ages before we shut down. And in my head, I thought, oh, they're obviously getting loads of money from Europe to pay for their economy and stuff like that. And then I thought, Brad, you don't even know what you're fucking talking about. So I just <laughs> shut up and have another pot noodle. Oh, no, oh, How's no. this stuff getting your head? It's mental. I know. But I think like this kind of climate does, it's just the climate of fear, isn't it? And I think uh, there's always, I've always got this thing that, uh, you know, governments and that kind of like everyone's being a bit of fear, don't they? Yeah. And everyone does as they're told. And um, it just it pulls all that up on the, in me, really. It makes me start getting worried about things. But then, uh, then uh, yesterday, I just realised that I can't do anything about any of it anyway. That's exactly so, that. Like, even if we knew definitively that there was something dirty going on, we're not exactly going to go... Oh well, I've got golf clubs in the loft. Nick, have you got like knives or something? Let's go and sort this out. We're yeah. just gonna watch another episode of fucking EastEnders or whatever and carry on. Keep calm. I've been, uh, I've been, I've been watching the uh, there's a thing on Netflix about this man who kept uh, like tigers. Yeah, the Tiger King thing. It's really fascinating. I've only seen really, the first really episode, so no spoilers. Oh, I won't say any spoilers, but it is it is really, really interesting. It's just, uh, I, I find programmes like that just give you a little insight into people's minds a bit, and it's just a more extreme version of, of of the mind, and I find it really fascinating. It is fascinating. It's incredible. Yeah, it is. It's a really good show. I really enjoyed it. Oh, like the rivalry that. between the two, like, tiger places, because one's more yeah. caring and that's uh, nuts. But essentially, they're both pretty much the same, except yeah. uh, the guy was like breeding them and flogging them. Yeah, which like they were, which is kind of the fundamentally you shouldn't do. But then after a while, you kind of started to feel. For, I started to feel for him a little bit, thinking, well, he's only human. He's a bit of a mess. You know, like I'm, I'm, I've always got that bit in me when you start thinking, well, you know. It, it, it doesn't mean to do anything wrong. You know, Everything's come from somewhere, isn't it? And when he was saying about, like, he come out to his mum and dad and his dad just walked over and shook his oh, yeah. hand and then made his mum promise that he wouldn't go to his funeral or something like that. Yeah. Fucking yeah. hell, man. How'd you deal with that when you're 12 or whatever? Jeez. Yeah, and I think it was, yeah, it was then off the back of that, that he kind of got into the animals, and you can see how that happens. Yeah. It's like, I need something else in my brain to kind yeah, of, of course. to take me away from this harsh reality. Yeah. And we all do it. We all do it to some extent, in some way, shape, or form. We all, like, so bad happens, and we look for a way out or around it. And, um, yeah, some's a bit more healthy than others. Yeah. What's to say? Yeah. I won't say anymore because uh, it is quite like more shit happens. Yeah, and they're like more six of the same shit, really. Yeah, I think there's six. Yeah, I kind of run out of stuff to watch now. Though. Getting, uh, we've got um, we're doing the trial of Amazon Prime. So there's a few bits on there to watch, and we had uh, Disney Life, which has now turned into Disney Plus, which is fucking phenomenal i recommend it to anyone it's got all yeah. the star wars stuff on there all the marvel stuff it's got a new mini series called the mandalorian about boba fett um but it's like every it's got all every disney film on it um 
like, so ideal obviously for younger kids i think when we got it, it was like four quid or something it's a bit, a bit more now that's disney plus but um i just i uh, replied to them when they put something on facebook that they're money grabbing cunts <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean there is a thing that they're an evil put. corporation or whatever yeah it was like just at, at this point when everyone's in like a state and stuck indoors let's maximize on that and uh, try and grab everyone's money. Yeah. But essentially, like, it's no different to um, Netflix or anything else like that. No. And my exactly wife's so. like, that was strong, wasn't it? I like, oh, <laughs> just got me at a bad time. I can just but imagine, like, all these lovely comments from, like, 12-year-olds and, like, oh, I can't wait to see, like, the new Star Wars <laughs> thing. And, like, oh, my God, like, 100 Wild Dimensions on there. It's like, hey, money-grabbing cunts. <laughs> There was a lot of other people saying similar things to me, saying, yeah. oh, considering the situation, like, couldn't you give it away for nothing for a month or something like that? Yeah, mate, you're um, right, but actually. much more eloquently than I did. Yeah, I was just, I like, the, um, someone has done that. Uh, obviously, it wasn't any... Oh, Pornhub in Italy. They oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me why I know that, but I just fucking do. I thought it was free anyway. Oh, that proper, like, yeah, like full premium, like yeah. full grade when you can actually see their faces and um, they tell you their names. I think I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what I mean. Like you think, like uh, people, I, I'm surprised more companies aren't doing that because you show goodwill in a, t- a time like this, and people stick with you. Yeah, so I'm surprised they're not doing it. I really am. Yeah, and but, those three in particular. Amazon, Disney, Netflix, in that order, can definitely afford like a few weeks free, can't they? A few months. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd think so. Yeah. I mean, I've kind of rinsed Amazon as well, really. I've rinsed Amazon Prime. I'm kind of watching the American Office like the third time. Yeah, I'm going to watch that on your recommendation. I haven't started watching anything yet. It's so, so good. And there's loads of them. There's like six series, so there's loads and loads of them. Yeah. And like, and they, they, it, it goes a bit crap towards the end. Yeah. Like the last series, uh, when Steve Carell's not in anymore, it kind of goes down there a little bit. Yeah, I can imagine. But it is still brilliant. It's still really, really good. I've been, yeah, I love it. It's one of my favourites. Did um, Ricky DeFace, he still wrote most of it, didn't he? Or helped? No, no, no. If you watch the first series, it's. It, uh, a lot of it is like there's a few bits like the first one is kind of very much like the British office so the first series is and then then it becomes much more American and goes much more over the top like yeah. it just goes like goes off on a massive tangent um, so to face and Merchant are still like executive producers right Basically, they get paid because they wrote like, like it's their idea. Yeah, of course, don't blame them. And I think Ricky Gervais is in one later on, and that's quite funny. Uh, and he's like, like Steve Carell really wants to be friends with him. I think she's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. It really is. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I recommend that to anyone who's listening. Check yeah, that I'm out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give that a go. I'm still, I'm only halfway through Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, I love that. I've watched that quite a few times as well. That's pretty insane. Yeah, yeah that goes on mad tangents. It's just like yeah. trying to remember all the little bits and comments that are just, it's just so well written. It's really, really clever. Yeah, and, uh, and like they're really, uh, you get into the characters and 
all the characters are really extreme. Like Dennis is like really up himself all the yeah. time. And like you kind of forget and then Lenny will be like talking to himself in the mirror about how good he is. <laughs> like, but what I so love funny. is like they all really try their best. Like what <laughs> yeah. you're seeing is them trying their best. They come up with this idea that we're really gonna they're gonna try so hard that it's fuck like they f- fuck everything up. And it, it's just lovely. I think it's brilliant. I know, they're all like really, really gung ho about absolutely everything. Like they proper jump in both feet on everything. And then it all goes wrong, and uh, and but they're, they're like they're all kind of really quite egotistical as well. Yeah. They all think they're brilliant, yeah, but that, like they're really not. I like no, Dee's really stand up when she does the stand up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just like vomiting in her. Mouth. <laughs> yeah, and like they're, they're always really horrible to her. yeah she walks in and it's like oh guys i've got some nose and like yeah yeah whatever whatever and then i'm pregnant and they go does that involve us no and then they just (laughs) keep going i know it's just like it's just proper over the top extreme do you know what got me really really got me so they did the show with the troll toll and you got to pay the troll toll to get into this boy's soul or this boy's hole, as Danny DeVito's saying. <laughs> and like the whole show is fucked, and you think, oh, it's going to be a mess anyway, and it is a mess. There's bits of it that are kind of really good and clever. You realise it's like um, him showing his love for the waitress kind of thing, and it's pretty sweet. And then loads of series on, they do, I think it's at the school reunion, and they do a show, and they start it, and you think, oh, this is going to be crap as well. And it's actually amazing. And you think, oh my God, they've actually pulled it off. <laughs> like, Mac is like really fat in this series. <laughs> so like at the end of the thing, he like rips, <laughs> he rips his shirt off and just goes, oh, like that. And then the camera cuts to what it actually looks like. And it is That's literally right, like, yeah. a massive fat belly. And, like, <laughs> every, all the others just rolling around behind him, like unchoreographed. <laughs> Was it, he was so trying clever. to show his dad who he is. Yeah. I think that's the one. Yeah. He was trying to show his dad that he's gay, basically. Yeah. And, uh, and he ends up doing like, a dance that's like Magic Mike. <laughs> so <laughs> clever, mate. Like, I think, I think they, they'd all agreed that they were going to all get really fat. but no, And then they didn't see each other for ages. And Mac actually did go and get really fat. I was going to say, the others it, didn't. I can't work out. It's not no, he's prophetic. actually really fat. Yeah. No, no, he, he did get really fat. <laughs> like, even that in alone. itself. Imagine him having that conversation. That's brilliant. That's yeah, I'm amazing. sure I saw something. And they, they stitched him up and said, oh, yeah, we're all going to get fat. And then didn't. <laughs> and then uh, uh, he got really fat. It's dead funny. That's so clever. I think he's the main writer as well, Mac. I think he is. Yeah, I keep meaning to look up who's who, who's who because at the beginning, Rob Delaney... Dennis and someone else. But yeah, between them all, I think they've all written a little bit or directed a little bit. Yeah, I think they I didn't realise it was um, directed by Fred Savage as well from the Wonder Years. Oh, I didn't First know that. First few series, definitely. Did you know that... Uh, this is going to be really boring for people listening. But oh, fuck yeah, We haven't spoken for a little bit. Uh, did you know um, Charlie is actually going out with the waitress in real life? No way. I didn't realise that. actually his girlfriend, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm on, um, on Instagram, they're actually together in real life. There's a and little bit in it. I didn't realise that no one knows the waitress's name. 
And then he even rings her up and he goes, oh, is this the waitress? And she was like, yeah, don't you know my name? And he's like, no, you're the waitress. And she goes, well, it's the, and it cuts off and you still don't realise, fucking hell, I don't even know her name. I know, you never find out her name. That's so clever. Have you watched Fleabag? Like no, I haven't the, seen uh, that yet. I think that's on that, Amazon, is uh, it? It might be on Amazon, actually. That's really good. And in that, you never find out her name. That's clever. Almost, I like things like that. Yeah, it's like she's, like, she's so shit. She's such a Fleabag. She's so dreadful. Uh, look, no one ever says her name. And you never find out. That's it's really, so really good. It is clever. It is really clever. Oh, and, uh, and Charlie McDennis. You know the game they play? You know, oh, what was that? So they have a game, and it's uh, they made it up, and it's all uh, part of their name. So it's Charlie McDennis. Oh, and they and read it, up, just, he's got like, the read-off-the-board in the bar, was it that? Yeah, yeah, just like a really ridiculous game, and it's just carnage. And uh, there's a few episodes, they do it more than once. That's it's it, really I think funny. I remember that. It's at the, towards the end of one of the series, isn't it, or one at the beginning? Yeah, that's fucking carnage. Yeah, so this is what you do when you're um, stuck indoors with yeah. uh, fucking, um, with, with the lurgy. Yeah, well, I've been watching a lot of Spongebob. Kids are writing Spongebob, and I like Spongebob, so I've been watching Spongebob. Uh, my kids just watch... Um, my, they watch... No. Uh, YouTube... <laughs> Um, and they watch stuff when people read out memes. Fucking really, really rubbish. Just like someone just reading out memes that they've got off of, like, social media. Oh, what, like explaining the memes? No, you know, like, uh, a meme that have, um, this is me uh, before the virus, this is me after two weeks, and then yeah. there'll be a picture of a fat person. Yeah. That. Yeah. Like literally that. And apparently, like, that's hilarious. That's, oh. like, that's proper good entertainment. It's mad, isn't it, how things change? Yeah. I used to just watch VHS tapes of He Man and Knight Rider. Well, yeah, I used to just watch like the same VHSs over and over and over. Yeah. And now it's like, I kind of like YouTube because it takes away the need to have things. Yeah. But like, you don't need to have loads and loads of stuff. No. You know, like, and if you do want to watch, like, uh, you know, Pearl Jam playing on fucking, oh, there, there was this thing on when I was younger, um, is it the Late Late Show? And they had, like, all the grunge bands on it, Smashing Pumpkins. And Nirvana, I think Pearl they did. Jam. No, they didn't, because it was called No Nirvana. Nirvana oh, were the only okay. ones who weren't on it. I might be thinking something um, else, Letterman, maybe. But it's just brilliant because you can watch, like, you just go on YouTube and watch that. Yeah. Like, someone's uploaded it. And I, I do love that about, like, technology in many ways. That's really helpful. Yeah, it is a but, rabbit hole, isn't it? But then, like, yeah, I do find technology is uh, probably one of my big barriers that really stresses me out. And I don't know, like, earlier when I was saying, how do I convert something to an MP3? Yeah. Anyone else would be able to do that really easily, but for me, that is a proper source of stress and frustration. It really is. Yeah, I'm really happy you believe me that I told you to put it in the microwave. <laughs> I probably would have done it. Yeah, so yeah. you found it in the microwave <laughs> and it, yeah, it will convert it for you. Right, easy. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes, medium heat. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just, oh, technology stresses me out massively. If I yeah, can't as much it, like, as it's supposed to help, it can be a bit shit as well, can't it? Yeah, I'm a bit rubbish at all. That's the problem. I'm still a bit analog. But there you go. There you go. Analog man in a digital world. Yeah, I know. Like, then I think I'm kind of like, I'm like fairly on top of things. And then I'm like, oh, do you have to pay for iTunes? <laughs> and I'm like, Surely not everyone just pays for iTunes. Surely, not with like Spotify and Amazon and everything else about. No one's gonna just pay for iTunes now. And then it's like, but then you need iTunes to convert things to MP3. It's like people can't be paying for it. <laughs> people do pay things. I pay for Apple Music, but that's because it. We've all like we've got family share thing. It's the only thing I do pay for. It sounds like I pay for a lot of things. That's all I pay for because we stay and listen to music and watch films. But um, but with iTunes, all you need is an email address, and then that the idea is when you put your when everything's on iTunes, um, you back up your phone to iTunes. So when you lose your phone, all you got to do is walk up to any other iPhone, buy a new one, put your email address in it, download your old phone onto that. That's oh, yes, yeah, so I've done that. I've done that when I got a new phone. Yeah, so, so that's the email address you need for your iTunes. Email address. Oh, like your, your cloud kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. All right, I'm not going to do that then. I think you will. Yeah. So, you know, like that and learning how to actually kind of do the podcast, you know, so it would be really useful to learn how to do some of this stuff. Yeah, so, I've definitely. got this new commitment to kind of learn. Good. The first thing I'm going to do is buy a Mac. I was talking to Wergy, and he was like, he reckons I don't really need an iP- a Pro. He said, I'm better off buying a more recent MacBook because it's cheaper. Yeah, buy a Mac. Uh, and get something a bit more recent rather yeah. than spending getting an older MacBook Pro for the same money. Definitely. And I'm like, it's all too complicated. I can't <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> Just you turn into this teenager. I'll help you. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, but you know, like, you do that, you go on to Amazon, and, like, you look through it, and there's people selling a reconditioned one, so you think, well, that's Amazon, they must be all right. Not always. And then, but then you go through the, like, the comments, and it's like, loads of people are saying it's brilliant, loads of people are saying it's shit, it's like, ah, oh, too much stress. Yeah. I just want to go do that. Too fucking much. Yeah. Too much stress. That's the trouble with this world, isn't it? It's true, though, isn't it? It's true, actually, yes. There is too much choice in this world, which makes, like, if you didn't have so much choice, life would be a lot more simple, wouldn't it? It really would. Well, I've got a tape machine upstairs. I've got one of those um, machines that uh, it's basically... Oh, no, I found... I went in the loft the other day. I found my old Walkman. Like, I had, I had, like, like, the best Sony Walkman. When everyone else had, um, like... Uh, oh, mini discs, and we're starting to get MP3s. I was still using the Sony tape Walkman, yeah. but it, it was like it was like hundred quid. It, I loved it because it had like a little button, and you could like whiz forward songs and things. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, and I couldn't bring myself to uh, let it go, so I put it in the loft. And then I found uh, my eighteen figures, amazing. Which yeah, like they're like kind of six, seven-inch tall ones, I found my Boba Fett, which is, like, you know, like the big Boba Fett? Yeah. I found that. 
uh, I found uh, my knife collection, my knife salute. Wow. You know that when you're a teenager. Yeah, I still got. I kept one of mine. I had to get rid of the others. I found all my knives. Like I used to, I had like a cassette box full of knives. Like just uh, being a kid and thinking knives were brilliant. Yeah. So I've got like, you know, like Rambo knives and shit like that. Just in loft. Found my old biker jacket. <laughs> That's amazing. Your like, knives sound incredible. Oh, I've got all my artwork from college in there still as well. Like wow. every, like all of my artwork. Like when I went to university and took for the interview, I've still got that whole massive portfolio of work all up there covered in dust. That's so. I've got cool. loads of stuff up there. I've still got loads of videos. Couldn't bring myself to throw everything yeah, out. Yeah, I've my kept all my videos. I can't bring myself to get rid of them. I didn't throw them all out, but I kept. I mean, sorry, I didn't uh, keep them all. I kept the ones that I thought. Well, like, you know, like you think, are oh, they important for some reason? Yeah. Yeah. I, kept, I don't know why they're important. When I bought Toy Story, because I used to love Toy Story, I bought the collector's edition and then yeah. I'm rooting through the loft, thinking, oh, I'm going to dig some stuff out to sell. I've sold my Sky Electrics, sold my record decks. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll have a look, see how much this is worth. Like, it must be worth quite a bit now. Like, it's still in the wrapper. Uh, it's worth yeah. like three quid, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. So. that's what I mean. It's not, nothing's worth anything, is it? Yeah. It's madness. Yeah, it's really not. Nothing like that is worth anything. It's like just well, I'm one of the people who ever go back to VHS. I think people told to bring the cassette back. Uh, I don't really, I don't really get it. I used to buy all my albums on cassette, but um, I can't really see cassette coming back like Not vinyl. really. It's quirky to buy something on cassette just so you can tell your other hipster mates that you bought something on cassette. But vinyl yeah, makes more sense is. because of there's no compression or anything and you've still got the sound quality for quite a while. It makes sense that coming back. Yeah, yeah, um, I can see why vinyl's still got... Oh, yeah, I found loads of records as well upstairs. I've got like all the early Manic singles like on like picture disc and gatefold and oh. things. Loads of shit up there. I found an original Roland Rat jigsaw puzzle. Wow. And I can't bring myself to pick it up. No, but you're saying it is. I think that it is. I genuinely don't want to look it up just in case it isn't. Don't then, just leave it in the loft like everything else. My dad always used to say, yeah, but you start, like, if you don't throw Star Wars away, that'd be worth something. Yeah. And then. I mean, it kind of was right, yeah. but um, yeah, they're not really worth that much if they're not boxed and and they've got like they've been played with and they've got fucking I used to put uh, like nail varnish on the feet so it, it was mine if I was playing with them with someone else. Yeah, that makes sense. Just completely devalued. It's, it's very clever, but yeah, in hindsight, not clever at all. But like at the time, <laughs> that's at the time, clever. I used to write write my name on everything. I've got guitar pedals that have got my name and phone number on. Oh, like that's I was lovely, like though. I like 15. that. That's yeah, really cute. I've still got a few like that. No, I don't know why. Just, oh, someone's going to find that and not think, oh, I'll keep it. I'll ring this guy up and give it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's got like a T-Mobile well, phone like... number on it. Like... Yeah. <laughs> no, that's one. Oh, yeah, but without the one. Just zero. Zero, two, six, eight or whatever. Oh, yeah. Zero, three, seven, five. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'll have to have a look. It's on my old crybaby. Yeah, you can have to have to have that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, should we leave it there? Yeah. We've had a nice tour through each other's lofts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've had a long chat. I haven't had any dinner yet. Oh, <laughs> you know, <I> <laughs> no, no, I'm starving. I, I haven't eaten all day. I never eat. I just don't eat. No. I have to kind of, I have to kick myself up the arse to eat, which is pretty mental, really. I don't know why I, why I'm like that. I think there's this little bit of kind of self-sabotage, like, you know, that kind of, uh, you punish yourself in some weird way. I think yeah. it's all tied up with that. I've started really to notice I've been doing it to myself with um, spicy food and coffee, and that sounds weird. What? What do you do? Eating loads of it to kind of hurt myself in a well-to-do daily manner, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's, I, I do it a bit with coffee. Like I'll drink loads and loads of coffee and then I'll feel really ill because I've yeah. had far too much coffee. And it's like, I don't know I've had enough until I start feeling really ill. Well, lucky so we've run out. So it kind of uh, done me a favour, really. I've had a couple of days off. Well, I found these like sachet things, you know, like ready-made coffee with the milk in and stuff that no one ever drinks yeah. at the back of the yeah. cup. Like, I got to a stage <laughs> yesterday, was like, oh, I just need like something. So I drank two of them in one go and then um, had a panic attack and now I'm back on the tea again. Well, they were probably from hotels you went to before you had kids. Probably. Yeah, probably yeah. like really old. <laughs> Little memento. Oh, do you remember this one from the Cotswolds? went somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knew that now yeah. they're um, sustaining me in an international emergency pandemic? An international emergency? I never really even thought about it in that terms. Yeah. But yeah, this is an international emergency. Brad needs coffee. Yeah. So what advice... And we've got for like, people out there listening. <laughs> go up in your loft. Yeah, stay indoors, go up in your loft, have a route around, don't expect to yeah. make any money, and obviously you can't sell it because no one can come around your fucking house anyway. Um, right. Wash your hands, dirty bastards, and then watch Always Sunny in, Phine- in Philadelphia. Yeah, watch that in American office. Don't drink constantly because it makes you really miserable. Uh, believe me, I really do know. The most miserable thing about it is when you're supposed to ration it and you drink all three bottles in the first weekend of lockdown and now I'm spending all of this time going, fucking hell, I wish I never drank all the wine. I would have done exactly the same. (laughs) Uh, I I, I do it if I like peanuts, I'll eat them all. Yeah. There's no point. I know no. I'm going to eat them all. I buy a big no bag point. of crisps sometimes as a treat up. on a Friday and think, yep, yeah, I'll have a little bit Friday, a little bit Saturday and a little bit Sunday. 10 o'clock Friday, they're all gone. Yeah, I just, I don't even bother to myself anymore. No. I'm like, no, I'll drink all the booze till it's gone. And once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. You know, and I, I, and I do that. With, uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's why I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, like, yeah, drinking loads when you, like, in a situation like this, is is the obvious course of action. I yeah. totally get it, but it's really not very helpful because no. it makes you go into yourself, hangovers, <laughs> and uh, having this skewed sense of reality that we've got at the moment. Sounds a bit that nuts. But work. Trying the opposite and doing a little bit of exercise every morning. I've got these three little exercises I'm doing for my six pack. I'm trying to get oh. summer six pack, and. Um, yeah, it's been nice to just get natural endorphins going and doing a little bit of exercise and feeling good about yourself. I think a bit of exercise is a good idea. Like, I, even if I just go out and take the dog out, it's worth it. And um, 
and uh, meditation. Yes. It might seem like you're being really, really not doing anything, but actually just taking like 10 or 15 minutes, like separate, just to kind of quiet your brain down with all this fucking shit going on in the media, this shit storm of media crap. Meditation really sorted me out this week. Yeah. I swear by it. Definitely. Really recommend it. Definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think uh, if anyone's listening to this, um, You've just heard us ramble on about TV shows we like <laughs> and their uh, lofts. Uh, but me and Brad haven't really uh, haven't caught up for a little bit, so you just got to hear us catching up. That's exactly um, what it is. Yeah. And then, uh, and then if you listen to this and you, you want to get involved or you've got anything you want to say or something we want to, or you want us to talk about something, uh, message in somewhere um, on the usual formats. I need to catch up with all the messages and that, really. Well, that's all right. I'll keep on top of that anyway. So, Can we get another patron? Uh, uh, no, Simon um, upped his amount. Oh, cool. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, Simon. You're a superstar. Thanks, a legend. Yeah, I know. I know. I was really, really, really pleased about that. And then uh, and Neil became a patron as well. So thank you, Neil, Ah, as yes. Well. Um, to listen to Neil's episode. Yeah, so we're really pleased about that. That's all really wonderful. And, um, yeah, all's good, generally, I think. Right, it's yeah. worked out all right, because I'm Massive in madness. bed already. So I can literally just Will you go to sleep soon? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got to get all the kids ready for bed, but technically I could just stay here. Just stay there. I, I just um, didn't have a good night's sleep at all last night. I've been a bit messy worried about my man. Yeah, So uh, I'll probably sleep well tonight. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. But yeah, so that's it, I reckon. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll do another one next week. We shall. I'm going to get this one edited now and out for the morning. Okay. Oh, nice one. Sweet. All right, we'll say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 